We are three best friends living on three corners of the country, wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, on this week's episode of A3 Life, we're going to be talking about engagement posts, what it is, why it's crucial for your business, and how to make your posts stand out a little bit more, make them more fun and exciting, and get more eyes on there for you. Enjoy today's episode. Okay. All right, Alicia. So let's talk about engagement and what that is. So what does engagement mean to you? So for me, I mean, I always think about engagement, especially what we do in network marketing. Um, you know, network marketing is such a relational type business. It really is about word of mouth and engagement and different things like that. And when you sell a product, you need eyes on it. It doesn't matter what product you sell. When I think about, you know, engagement, when I think about, um, you know, like if you're utilizing Facebook, you know, I think about like basically eyes on you, all eyes on me. And so like, you know, you have to do things that are going to cause people to interact, cause people to get eyes on you, you know? So I, I mean, we all like to think that like, we're just going to put something out there and people are going to fall from the sky and everyone's going to look at your stuff and everyone's going to see everything you do, but it just doesn't work that way. And, you know, with, with, um, you know, platforms like Facebook, for instance, where we tend to be a lot, there's the whole algorithm thing. And so, you know, doing things that cause engagement is essential to get eyes on whatever it is you're doing, whatever product you're doing, whatever, um, you know, whatever you're saying, whatever you're putting out there, you have to do things that cause engagement to get eyes on you per algorithm. You know what I mean? So to me, engagement is all about doing things intentionally to get eyes on whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. I like that word intentionally because, um, I think that, I think that people don't realize like how simple this could be. And I also don't think they realize like how big of a deal it is because, um, maybe they're new, maybe this is their first time in network marketing. I mean, it's our first time in network marketing, but we spend so much time like delving into what's the next thing, like what's going to get us to that next level and training and all those different things. And if, and if somebody isn't doing that, they may just not realize the importance, you know? And so I, I think it's important to note that like there are people in this, the same industry that we're in that do content creation where they pick a day and they just plan the content that they're going to post. And all of it is very strategic. Like all of it is intentional. Like you said, they are posting whatever it is that they're posting for a reason. And I talked a little bit about this today, actually on the, um, little trainings that we do for our company, um, every day. And I talked about your audience. And I think that when people hear that, they're like, not sure what that means. And I explained it as, you know, kind of the way that we have been explained it in our coaching that we're doing together is your audience is just you in their shoes, you know? So the people that are 
looking at your page, that are commenting on your page, that are looking at your Facebook stories are in some way, shape or form relating to you. Like they're seeing something that they enjoy, whether it may be a product that you provide, a service that you provide, weight loss potential, income potential, or maybe they just think that you're funny and crazy and they just need the entertainment or the shock value of it. Like whatever it is, there's a reason that they're on your page. And that is who we're talking about when we say audience. So the people that sit down and plan these things out, their engagement are planning things out intentionally to speak to that person. So um, I think when we start using words like audience or engagement or whatever, it kind of gets lost in like, what does that actually mean? You know, and breaking that down a little into, it's just the people that are on your Facebook page. It's just the people that are already looking at your stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think like you said, like, I think, um, you know, especially newer people to this and, you know, like you said, like, this is like our first, like real big dive, like into network marketing and we've just taken off with it. And now it's been, you know, several years but there's a lot of things that like we've learned along the way and a lot of you know tips and tricks that like I know like I've learned literally just by trial and error and mistake and and well I never think anything's actually a mistake I just think it's like a lesson you know what I mean you do things and you know I think sometimes like you post something and you're like dude this is gonna this is gonna be an awesome one and then you're like how come nobody's like there's no like no one's liking it or sharing it yeah it out and I think that's where the whole engagement factor comes from and so to me um and like you're saying like I think we don't put enough emphasis on what that means and you know being intentionally engaging and stuff is more than just posting on your wall I mean it's there's like a whole thing and like you said some people sit down and plan their week or whatever is worth the content they're gonna put out there whether on stories or on their wall but it's so much more than that because you do have, like you said, like this audience in front of you and you have to figure out what you're going to do to keep their eyes. Cause like you said, they're showing up for you. If they're seeing your stories, if they're seeing your wall, you want to keep them showing up for you. You want to keep them there. And so really it's that whole relational interaction to keep that engagement going. So you have to do things like you have to also share the love. If you want love, you got to give love. So you got to like, you know, get on, you know, their feeds as well and, and like and co comment and different things and see some of the stuff that people are doing. If you have people that, you know, you have kind of um, set aside that, you know, you want them to really see your stuff. Maybe you have some potential customers or whatever on your Facebook and you're really, you know, wanting them to see your stuff, then you got to maybe sometimes make a conscious effort to give a little love back. Because again, the whole Facebook algorithm, if you're on their post and you're giving them love and you're showing them, you know, some attention on their Facebook and they're going to be more apt to see your stuff and it's going to keep that engagement going. And so, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, um, I think just for me, because my mind is so scattered and I'm all over the place, I have to actually write that stuff down. And, you know, like we we're talking about be intentional with our engagement and do things like intentionally to cause like, you know, the audience to stay in front of you. And I have to have like, I have to have everything written down to make sure that I'm actually doing those steps. Like, you know, like a daily DMO to, um, make sure that my audience stays, stays where it's at and, and, you know, stays consistently watching what I'm doing and looking what I'm doing, looking at what I'm doing. So. Yeah. And it's such like a shift in thinking. It's such a different 
perspective, you know, because if you are like me, I mean, you said so many things that just brought up so many thoughts for me. So I'm going to try and keep them all straight. But like (laughs) you said something about like a lot of it has just been trial and error. And I feel like sometimes I'm still there. And then I go and I listen to stuff and I consume content and I do trainings and I hear people talk about stuff and I'm like, holy crap. Like I have got to step up my game because there are people whose whole thoughts are, are centered around how can I turn this situation that I'm in or this thing that I do or this strength I have and use it to, to get, let people get to know me better, to use it, to provide, um, a service for somebody to use it, to attract people into me. And I'm like, I don't think like that naturally. So even for me, this is like, um, I've got to step up my game. (laughs) (laughs) because there are people that do that, you know? And, um, there's something else you said that I, I don't know. I'll come back to it. I'll it'll come back to me, but I was listening to a podcast this week that was so good. And I, like I said, this is one of my light bulb moments where I was like, I got to step it up because these, these bitches are out there. Like everything turns into like, you know, every little situation turns into something that they can speak to their audience about, that they can engage and, and create these engagement posts. And I'm like, I got to get do better. But she, the, on the podcast, they called it like there was a word, uh, a, a phrase they used for it that they called a buzz strategy, B-U-Z-Z, buzz strategy. I love that. I know. And what that literally means was things that you do to create a buzz and there was sick buzz as in like excitement and you know interest and curiosity or whatever and there was six steps to creating a successful buzz strategy and it was so good and it was so interesting but one of the most important things that they noted on there was the ability to engage with your audience in a way that they need you to engage with them and then to ask really good questions. And I was just like, oh, you know, it was like a light bulb went off. And I was like, ask really good questions. So I, um, I went to, and looked at like, I mean, I'm sure you see me posting some of it. I like went into my team group and I started asking questions like, you know, if, if you could start your business all over again, what are some things you'd want to focus on? Like, those are questions I want to know so that we know how to better start people out in their businesses, you know? And so all of those different things are engagement things. And I just found it so interesting um, and, and how simple it could actually be, you know, like in, in our weight loss support group, we, um, I asked questions like, what is your biggest struggle with weight loss? Well, probably no matter what they come back with, I'm going to have something to, um, help provide, you know, well, here's this thing that I have, this solution that I have for the problem that you said you have, you know? Right. And so, I mean, if you ask questions, you're, you know, you're basically getting the answers to the things that are important. But I love that because I think, you know, people love to talk about themselves. That's, that's the thing too. People love, love, love to talk about themselves. And I think like, if you can get people, you know, answering stuff and, and, 
part, like, listen, I think one of the things also that's not even necessarily a word that gets great engagement and it's goofy as all as all else, but I swear every time I post something that has to do with post a selfie, there's like so many things because people just love, they love to, you know, say what's important to them. They love to talk about themselves and they sure in the heck love having the opportunity to post uh, a cute picture of themselves. So there's so many different things that you can and I love that, that whole, um, the buzz. I want to hear more about that. You know, it's funny because I was just watching this thing today and it wasn't a podcast. I was actually looking at another marketers on Facebook feed and I was like watching some stuff he was doing because some people are so moving. You're just, you just like love to watch them move, you know? And, um, they have this thing that's called sound the alarm. And it's like what they do all the time, like sound the alarm because of this and sound the alarm because of that. And I was like, why does that sound so cool? You know, but like, um, I love like just having like key things that kind of stick out like that. Um, you know, like they figured out what kind of gets their audience pumped, you know, and like every time they're, you know, every time he's using that phrase, his Facebook just goes off, you know, yeah. like built up to where they're kind of expecting, you know, that, that hype from him. I love it. Yeah. It's exciting. And, you know, we're talking right kind of right now about doing things within like private groups, but this is stuff that also applies to your, your wall engagement posts. You know, if you want, if you're running a group of, of sorts and you want to, you know, part of this buzz started that she was talking about was like, if you're getting ready to launch something, you know, say, um, within your team and you're getting ready to launch a training in six weeks, you want to make sure that you're asking the right questions and really good questions in order to prepare your audience for like what is coming, you know, for able to, um, so when that thing launches and that training launches, you can go, look, here is the thing I, that you said that in all these questions I've been asking you that you needed help with and ta-da, here's your solution. Here's your thing. And all of that stuff translates into your wall as well, because you take those same questions or the same types of questions, you put them over on your wall. People start giving their thoughts, their opinions, their, um, their pain points and the things that they're needing help with on your wall. And now you have a doorway to a conversation with them, you know? Yeah. I love that. I think, you know, like private groups is super important. And then just like you said, you know, your wall equally. Then on that same token, you know, you mentioned it briefly a minute ago. And I think this is what I like, what made me think of something earlier and I couldn't think of it, but you mentioned like you posting something and then it doesn't get the response that you're hoping it gets, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it was a really fire post, right? Mm -hmm. But maybe you copied that post off of someone else and then posted it on your page. And number one, there's a thing called an algorithm in Facebook and Facebook is going to know that that was content that was already posted X, Y, Z. It's a computer, you know, they run a tight ship. And so they're going to know that's not original content and then they're not going to show it to people. And then also, if you think that if you steal something off of someone else's page and then go post it on your page, that the people in your life and in your world that watch you posting every day don't know that you didn't actually write that, then you are so far off because if it doesn't come in your, from your voice with the, the, the words and the language and the, the 
emojis and the expressions and all the things that you would use, it's not going to get that. You're not going to get the engagement that you're hoping, you know? Well, and I think, you know, like a lot of times, you know, like what we've learned, most things, most trainings, most, most things are things that we've been taught, things that we've heard, things that we've seen, and we're basically repeating it in our own words. And so I think like, you know, posts are pretty much the same. Like if you, if you heard something that was totally hot, totally fire and got you pumped up, like we went to that Rachel Hollis event, we were pumped. We were spewing out all kinds of things she was saying, but when you put your own twist, your own flair, your own personality on it, you can take the same content, but spin it. You know what I mean? You can spin it off and spin it out to where it's you, you know? So versus like you were saying, like full copy paste, take this, post it over here because Facebook is going to track that. Change it up, add your stuff, you know, put your spin on it because you know, likely a lot of us are saying the same things, you know, the same things just in a different way. Um, and so you have to make sure that you're adding your personality because that's the thing. And that's, what's going to be important. The people that follow you are going to be the people that want to follow you and you want to show that you want to show up as yourself. So that way you're attracting, you know, your people, your tribe, you know, you need to actually allow your vibe to attract your tribe, not like, Susan's over there. You're yeah, not trying to attract Susan's tribe, you know? So I think, um, you know, one of the other things um, that I picked this up and I don't even remember exactly now how I picked this up or why I picked this up, but it's a big, huge thing that I noticed as far as like engagement goes and posts, especially on Facebook. And like, nobody told me this, but I remember when I first started posting things, um, I would never like my own stuff. And I started liking every time I was, I don't know what the deal with this with Facebook is, but if you're posting on Facebook, you have to actually like, love, whatever your own post. It's crazy. Test out the theory, post something and see how, how many eyes, you know, get on that and then go back and like it, love it, wow it, whatever it is, and watch how many more eyes um, are actually on it. And so sometimes um, you know, maybe you posted something and it was just kind of an off time, like you were saying, or you kind of copied it and you need to kind of fix that up a little bit. Um, you can actually go back later and you can unlike your post and you can actually re-like it at a better time. It sounds ridiculous and crazy, but you can, and you will get new eyes in front of that post again. So sometimes when I have something that I think like I really liked and either it got a lot of interaction or I feel like it should have gotten more for one, I'll set the stage for like my Facebook and the algorithm. I'll make sure that I'm um, commenting on people's stuff. I'll make sure that I'm engaging with people whose eyes I want to be on the stuff that I'm posting. I'll kind of set it up um, and then I'll go back and like, you know, unlike and re-like a post. It's, it's crazy how many more eyes will get onto something, you know, or sometimes when, when a post is doing really well, and you have people commenting, commenting, I'll kind of wait until that dies off just a little bit. And then I'll go back and kind of do some replies. And then I'll, you know, wait just a little bit more and then reply to a couple more. So it's kind of, you know what I mean? Slowly continuing to like domino effect um, in the uh, Facebook algorithm. So, yeah. Just yeah. Well, and I heard um, Rob Sperry says a couple of things. At, I don't know whether where I heard it now. I, I want to say I heard it when I heard him speak live one time, but 
um, some stuff, he gave tips on Facebook and some of the stuff that he said was like, that's genius. Number one, when it comes to what types of things are posting, like the content that we're posting or, um, engagement type things that we're hoping to use as, you know, inspiration or pieces that allow people to get to know us better or know what we're offering better or, you know, you know, help us, uh, just help people see us as like an authority figure in a realm, you know, you know, maybe we get into an area where we're really creative or we're really fired up and this stuff just flows from us where it's like all of this stuff, like after the Rachel Hollis thing, we we're all fired up. I had so many thoughts and so many things I wanted to share. And I heard him say, um, don't like push the pause button and only push out content you know, like one or two posts a day, make them different. Don't make, make sure that they're not all both mo the motivational things, make sure they're not all of one thing, you know, keep whatever pattern it is that you're doing similar, but take your thoughts and put them down somewhere, put them in the notepad of your um, phone or on a document on your computer, somewhere that's easily accessible where down the road when you're less fired up or you're less excited or you're hormonal or you're feeling bad that day or your husband pisses you off and you just don't feel like it, the content is there because you wrote it in a time that you were feeling good, you know? So you still get to share authentically your thoughts and feelings as you're, as you have them, but you just hold it back a little bit on the oversharing. Don't just like blah and just share all your good stuff at one time. That's actually really powerful, really, really good advice because when you are fired up, you literally want to puke on everybody. You're like, everybody's getting ready to learn today. I'm going to share everything. Everyone has to hear this. And you get excited, but you know what? Like nobody is just a ball of fire 24 seven. 350,000 days a year. Like, it's just actually not going to happen. You're going to have downtimes. That's just the way it is. And like, I use like the notes on my cell phone. I will get, I get some out there, like just like thoughts and different things. And I write so much stuff on my notes on my phone. Like I have so many different things, but to be honest, like I've never actually said, you know, like when I'm really fired up, that's when I'm going to take it all down. So when I'm not fired up, I've never actually laid it out like that, like you just said. So that's super, um, that's actually really, really smart and genius. You know, when I have thoughts, I write it down, but not, you know what I mean? Not exactly like how you lined it up. That's really, really smart. When you are on your high, you really should, you know, yeah, yeah because you're going to have a low, like it just doesn't matter. But you know, that's kind of something that like, um, someone told me not that long ago, and, um, it's something I always play in my head, like wherever you're at at that moment, just know that you're probably not going to stay there. So that's like a, so if you're really, really high, take advantage of that, write your stuff down, be in front, have that because there is going to be the point where, you know, you're going to be kind of low and you can lean back on that. But when, if you're at a low point, just know it's go you know what I mean? Like you're not going to stay there either. It's always going to be up again. So, I mean, because really like life business, all of it is really like an ebb and flow. And so when you're really on fire, you know, take advantage of that. I, I absolutely love that. That's terrific. Yeah. And I think that, you know, also on that same note, 
talking about those lows are important too. And so I think that in those times when you are having a low, there is someone on your team, there's someone on your Facebook page that is feeling that way too, or has felt that way, or is working up to feeling that way because it's a natural progression. Mm -hmm. And so I think that stopping, and if you have a thought that, that you think that you could turn into something that helps someone, you know, if you have a man, I just do not have the energy to do this today kind of thought, then maybe use that same notepad to write about that too. But don't post it when you're in that state. Because all that that's going to do is, is when you get comments that other people are feeling that way, it's going to solidify your feelings to you and allow you to stay there longer. But if you let yourself feel it and write it down and then use it when you're feeling good to help other people, it's going to give you another reason to feel good. Do you know what I mean? Like it's going to give you another boost because when you are able to talk about it as a, I went through that type of post so you're sharing um, sort of a success story after like what you did to come out of that place yeah that and you're that, actually inspiring and motivating somebody and letting them know it's going to be okay like listen i've been there done that not necessarily yeah. asking people to wallow waller in like your misery with you like yeah. misery loves company so if you're going exactly. to like be all about that and i mean come on we've all seen it we've all seen people on social media like my life sucks my life sucks and, and it's so terrible. And I know we all go through stuff. We all go through stuff. But mm, if you're using your social media for business, keep in mind that you want to reflect a positive energy. Not that like life is always, it's not going to be tough. And you know, you can talk about, you know, those hard times. But like you said, Ali, I think it is a much smarter idea to use it as a success story when you, you know, kind of come out the other side of it to encourage people and motivate people and, you know, let them know that like everybody goes through stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing that he said that I thought was really smart as well was, um, instead of just liking or sharing people's stuff that in some way resonates with you, um, you know, share it if you feel like sharing it, but then you know, say, I just saw this posted from Alicia and I love this because, and then sharing your personal spin on it, your opinion on it, the way that it, that post or that thing or that picture made you feel. Um, so that even though you're giving Alicia a shout out by saying this was really impactful to me, you're also putting like your own little personal spin on that. And then like, kind of what you put out into the world comes back. So you gave Alicia a shout out and now she's like, Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that Allie girl. Cause she talked about me on her Facebook page. And then at some point you're going to say something and then she's going to share you. I mean, it's just, I, I see this happening on Instagram all the time. And the same is true for Facebook. You can, it's okay to share people's stuff, but don't just share it you know, share it with an original thought that you had or a feeling it sparked from you or whatever. Those are all what we're talking about when we're talking about engagement. Um, things that create curiosity, um, good questions, um, things that get people talking, sharing an opinion. And it can be super simple. I've seen it as simple as 
um, pick a house that you like, pick a candy bar that you like. I mean, what I, yes, there's so many. And, and I think like, you know, I mean, maybe that'd be a good thing before, like we close this episode too. Like maybe we can give everybody some, you know, like some different ones, some great, you know, um, engagement ideas, you know, to run with that we have found to be, you know, good ones. There's so many out there. Yeah. And there's things that we're going to say too, that or that we're not going to say that would fit into what you're trying to accomplish. So it's you just, hopefully we're just, we're going to give you some ideas that are just going to, and say some things that are going to spark a thought. So hopefully we'll say something that just gets your, your mind moving on what this is. But like I said, it can literally be as simple as the, some choices, giving their opinion all the way up into the more sophisticated and complicated and thought invoking things that we're talking about when we're talking about feelings and experiences and, and those types of things. So engagement is a wide variety. So Alicia, do you have a list in front of you of some ideas that, that you, that we can share or. So how about, do you find it hard to get motivated? If so, what gets you going? That's a great one because people love to talk about themselves. Yeah. And then maybe they'll share something that fires you up too. So there's like, that's like also self-serving. Not only is it like getting them talking, it may help for you something that helps you too. Right. Cause like we just talked about, everybody gets in a place where they're kind of, you know, maybe they need some help with some motivation and somebody's got some brilliant idea. So, um, home is where the blank is. What is the thing you're most afraid of? What's the last home cooked meal you made? The more time I spend with my family, the more I blank. I mean, those are some great ones. Yeah, I saw some good ones this week too. I'm trying to think of what they were, you know, because we're in health and wellness. So I get to thinking about things like I posted, how many times a week do you work out and what's your favorite workout routine? Mm. Just something to get them talking, you know? Um, And then I can share, oh, uh, well, I work out five days a week and I do this, you know? And it's just like a connection. It's a something that we have in common creates that commonality and gets people talking to me. I just want them to talk to me, you know? Um, and then just simple thing, even as simple in, in our industry, like, uh, like I said earlier is what is your biggest struggle with weight loss? How much weight do you want to lose? Um, trying to think of some other good ones. I saw somebody post, if I could give you $500 right now, what would you do with it? And there was so many posts on that. Like that, that would be a good one. That would be yeah. a really good one. I yeah. mean, those are perfect things. Oh, what about like, um, cardio versus weights or something like that? Like yeah. that just, ah, people, I mean, things that like, you know, people fall on one side or another are great ones. Not, you don't want to start a Facebook war. Don't be acting crazy now, but you know, yeah. like those things that you know are of big interest in people. Um, it's smart, especially the way I look at it too, is if I want to post something for hot, say our company is doing this super hot thing. They have this major special going on and you want a lot of eyes on what you're getting ready to say It is very, very smart to make sure you're interacting with people, make sure you're messaging, make sure you're doing stories. And it is super smart to make sure that you do a really good engagement post. So that way your, um, the algorithm is really open for you. People are on your wall. The eyes are on you. 
before you go blast something big. I mean, I feel like it's something that I intentionally think about before I blast something that I really want people to see. Like, put a question post that you know is going to get a lot of engagement. And if you can't do anything else, ask them to post a selfie. <laughs> I'm like, what's the last selfie you took? You, your <laughs> people will go crazy. But you know, be intentional, be mindful of what you're doing on your Facebook to cause engagement, to get the results that you're looking for. Yeah. yeah and thinking, I think thinking about like you're saying those really good questions that are centered around exactly what you are trying to get out of them. You know, they, I was here when I was listening to that podcast, they were talking about using it for market research. They were talking about using it for, to prepare people for launches. So they're not like shocked when something launches, uh, you know, asking people if I launch something really incredible, who wants to be like on my first no list. And then they use that to collect emails to get people on their like email list so that they can start getting them emails and on launches and information. And I mean, like there's just so many things. So what, like taking a look at your, what you have to offer your business service product, whatever it may be, and thinking of what in question, what questions are going to help you serve your audience better and get them talking to you so that you can help them provide the solution to the problem they have. And then there's just things that are just fun, just for fun, you know, like which house do you like best? What dress makes my butt look biggest? All of those things. People <laughs> that love to give their opinion. for Wednesdays because everybody loves hump day. Yes. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I think we gave a lot. We talked about what engagement was. We talked about why to do it, why it's important, what it looks like, all, the, all kinds of ideas. So I think that I think we've given them a lot today. Yep, and I think I'll just end with this because one of my mentors said this to me and it's something that always plays back in my head. He said, the person with the most eyes in front of their product wins. And so I always think about that. Like if you're you know, in network marketing like we are and you have a product to offer, you need to remember that the person with the most eyes in front of their product wins. Your goal is to get eyes in front of your product. And if you are leveraging the internet to build your business, your job is getting eyes in front of your product and using engagement to get the eyes in front of your product and on your Facebook and in your groups, whatever you're doing, that's the key. So hopefully we've given you guys some great tools that you can run with and that you can use to, um, to build your engagement and to build your audience and yeah, just to crush it. Yay. Okay. Yay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. This was an A2, A squared, right? Yeah. A squared. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, um, math. <laughs> I know. Obviously math is not my strong suit, but yeah, cause three would be cubed. So, right. A squared life episode. And clearly you don't have to be a genius to be successful. Okay. Hello. Here we are. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you on next week's episode. Thanks for joining us this week on A3 Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at A, the number three life, Inc. And check out our online shop at a the number three life dot biz.